From Relay FM, this is the Pen Addict, episode 426, and today's show is brought to you by the Canalea Pen Company and Kemro Industries. My name is Mike Hurley, and I am joined by Mr. Brad Dowdy. Hi, Brad. <laughs> hey, Mike. I don't know why I'm just totally cracking up. <laughs> you having a good time? I I don't know why. I mean, I guess I'm here talking to you. Right. I mean, that's that's normally no laughing matter, but like I'm feeling pretty good this morning, and I I just can't explain it. Maybe it's because this first topic. You know, right out the gate, we've been giving the Retro 51 celebration updates. Mm-hmm. And I guess because I've made like 50%-ish progress on it, mm-hmm. I'm feeling a little bit lighter, a little bit weight off my shoulder type of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like I've hit, mm-hmm. like I couldn't, like a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, I couldn't walk into my shipping area except in the maze I made to work between the boxes, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. So now I've cleared out like half that space. So just for those who have not followed the Kickstarter campaign emails that I've been sending out, I've shipped 300 packages like they're in flight. Um, they've started to arrive. I'm going to have another 200 out by this week. So that'll get me to 500 packages shipped. And that'll give me like three, 350 left. And I'm happy. Like this is the first time like I've been really, really pressuring myself the last two weeks. Like I've been moody and angsty and just you know working a lot like which is cool like i'm I'm down for this like this is what i signed up for i'm in and uh finally get to that threshold like the peak of the mountain so now i can like see oh it's like oh look there's the horizon and i'm gonna start heading that way um pretty soon so i'm feeling better about the the packing situation people are starting to get their pins they're very happy with them which is another stress factor right Mm -hmm. i have all these pins and no one's seen them yet so how do they react when they get uh, a large three by (laughs) twelve craft tube in their mailbox that contains a pin and a poster what do they think about these things and uh feedback thankfully and you know we we anticipate good feedback but you never know until you get it and it's it's been great so i've been very happy to see these out in the wild when am i gonna get one that's a great question mike um i've been thinking i've been thinking about that a lot recently right and with the you know i was waiting on a secondary package to arrive for you which Uh arrived a couple days ago right um i have something else that a a very kind listener who you've met at the Atlanta Pen Show and who has given you a gift before uh-huh. sent a new gift for you that I'm not going to spoil, but when okay. you see it, you will go, oh, I love this and I love this person for doing this. I don't right. want to spoil it. Yeah. Um, and then I have to think, okay, that's three things I have to send, Mike. Is there anything else? So yeah. probably this weekend I'll send it because yours is going to be more difficult to pack. So I didn't just jam everything in the same old tube that I've been using for these. Um, I just need to consider that a little bit more. So I should have it shipped by Sunday. I'll let you know, but uh, it'll it should go out this weekend. Thank you. I'm, I would really like one, <laughs> and I know that <laughs> I know a couple of things that you're holding for me, and I would really like them too. So oh, you might want to tell uh, me. You know, the only reason I say this is because as we've mentioned on the show you have a very checkered past of actually sending things to me that you. I mean, have promised. They, have I ever not sent you the thing? Yeah. I'm sure sometimes there's a thing you were supposed to send me and then I end up just getting Rob. it from you in person. That's true. Oh, yeah. One <laughs> of the things was like the, the pins, the enamel pins from years uh, ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Yep, and for I had sure. to get them from you like a year later. I had to get some mm. some random ones. And then you gave me a thousand of my face. It was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Your face got messed up. So that was cool. So you have lots of extras. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but they're good though. I like I like that bag of oh, like, good. face enamel pins. You know, they're not even they're not even messed up. They just didn't no, like just how they wrong. Yeah, they were just in the wrong, sense of like, but it's no, still you. It was supposed to be. There were two versions of me, right? And one just yes. looked too much like you. I think that was the problem. Yeah, it did, just didn't go with the rest of the set. So it's pretty mm-hmm. funny. So anyway, you know, good stuff. Um, I'm happy with the feedback, and I'm happy that I've made progress. So. Uh, therefore, Mike, I'm able to laugh when we start the podcast as I did today. Right. You're not in despair is what you're saying. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. And I think I'm going to laugh more with this next topic because I was shocked to see that it made the list. What is going on here? Well, nothing too much. I, I It's just a little bit of follow up. 
I uh, I did a um, a pen refill today. <laughs> uh, and you know, so I just went through. I had a few pens. Most of most of the pens that I use frequently are. Um, oh, I just received a text message, which is very important, mm. saying that uh, there is a request in my household for more Califolio Andronopal. Okay. And that uh, I should order that to you for it to be put in this bundle that you're sending to me. Oh, nice. Okay, let me so write I'm this see note. If I can do that. Um, okay. I don't know I mean, where I'm that. Writing. I'm not 100 percent sure where that that request came from, but some somewhere okay. in the house. I can. Uh, I can effort that. So I will. I will endeavor to make that a, a reality. That's just going to delay delay your shipping for like is it though, six Brad? To nine months. Six to nine yeah. months. Oh, six to nine months. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure that's the case. Um, so I uh, wanted to do some refilling, and I was really pleased to have had my pen and ink uh, chart that I made so mm-hmm. I could remember what inks went where. Nice. I love it. Although I have realized now that I, I didn't record one, which mm-hmm. was the Wicked Witch pen. I don't remember which green I put in it, whether it was Key Lime Pie or Akaman. I think I put Akaman yeah. in, right? I want to say that's the discussion we had, but yeah. I don't know that that's the route that you went when you actually went to go do it. But that no, was the, the discussion. It has Akamon in it. Because that, to me, that's a completely obvious no-brainer choice. Yeah. Like, that's what should be in there, so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was what I put in there, because it's the darker green, isn't it? And mm-hmm. Key Lime Pie is the lighter green. And everyone in the, Little bit. In the Discord is saying Akamon, and I trust the collective brain, so. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. This is I just want to give another shout out to uh Fountain Pen Companion FPC Inc. I have not been, you know, diligent in adding my stuff, but this is another time to to let you know that it's out there for your consideration of uh keeping track of these things and for everyone to keep track of these things and I think Urban does a great job. So shout out shout out to FPC Inc. and everyone should use it um if you're in situations like we are. Do as I say, not as I do. Yeah, I would mostly agree with that sentiment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so it is uh, September. September is uh, Child Cancer Awareness Month. Did you know that in the United States, more than four out of five children with cancer survive? But in many developing countries, more than four out of five of these children do not survive. The St. Jude International Outreach Program is a global initiative for St. Jude to develop one-on-one relationships with 24 hospitals in 17 countries in low- and middle-income areas such as Mexico, Haiti, and the Philippines. Or Haiti and the Philippines, I should say. St. Jude is leading the, way, the, the, leading the way the world understands, treats, and defeats childhood cancer and other life-threatening diseases, and St. Jude will not stop until no child dies from cancer. Donate today at stjude.org slash relay, and you can help support St. Jude kids from around the world during Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Again, go to stjude.org slash relay. St. Jude is not just a, uh, a wonderful hospital in Memphis, Tennessee. It's an institution that helps people all over the world with their research and now with the International Outreach Program as well. Uh, I am absolutely thrilled to say that today we will pass $60,000 raised uh, for for St. Jude. Um, And we are two days into September, my friends, so let's keep this going. Go to stjude.org slash relay when you're there. You're going to see we've got uh, milestones and schedules. As we're hitting different milestones, me and Steven are participating in different live streams and releasing uh, really fun content. And there will be more added in as the month progresses. And also from now until September 15th, for every $250 raised, we will be placing a googly eye on something in our home offices or studios. <laughs> uh, just so you know, you can know that if you write, if you give more two fifty or more, or no matter what you give, it all adds up, right? We're not doing it for just two fifty donations. For we're, we're basically we take the full money raised over like a twenty four hour period or whatever, divide it by two fifty, and then we will uh, put a googly eye on something. So we are destroying our, the visuals of our home offices for your enjoyment and to help the kids of Saint Jude. I will say that's a better option than your beard um, this year. <laughs> the, the, the googly eyes were inspired by being on my face last time, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and now we are instead making them a much more permanent fixture uh, until September 15th when we are going to be uh, switching over 
um, to something more fun and ambitious, which we'll uh, we'll nice. see. So we're sharing the stuff on me and Stephen are sharing images of the atrocities that we're uh, committing on our social media pages. Nice. So um, y'all are doing a great job so far. The streams look like they're going well. I mm-hmm. haven't been able to tune in yet, but I, I'm always retweeting them. There's always mm-hmm. something going on. Yep. I am just proud of y'all how seriously you take this, but then how well you execute like trying to have fun and trying to raise money for these kids because it's yep. it's super serious and super important to all of us at Relay FM. And I have to work on what I'm going to do for a raffle. So I just made a note as you were talking to email the person I want to discuss this with mm. and uh, see how we can go about doing that so we can uh, make a donation. And uh, we'll uh, I will definitely get that done uh, here in the next week or two so we can, I don't know, it'd be nice if I could talk about it next week. So we'll see. Yo ho ho ho! <laughs> you really did that. Is it a pirate life for me, Brad Dowdy? He, that's the question I have. Mm. So, Sailor released a new 1911 North American exclusive edition. I feel like we have a lot of North America exclusive editions, Mike. But that's another. That's maybe at the the back end of this conversation. But mm-hmm. the uh, the Sailor 1911 Pirate's Life, yellow with yellow yellow barrel, gold trim. Go. I don't know if the pictures that have been posted uh, from Sailor Pen North America are really doing a even halfway decent job of trying to show off this pen. Like, the lighting and resolution of these images is not good. So I don't feel like I can make uh, a real judgment about this pen. If it's the color that it's seeming to be and and it's not for me yeah i i mean i so let's just talk about the color before i i I say my personal thoughts on the pen sailor north america is clearly having a difficult time sharing this color because (laughs) they had to make a second post (laughs) right with more comparisons but where the the uh in the second post it doesn't look anything like the first post. Right. And <laughs> they're telling the me that the image that they're comparing it to is mustard, but the pen that they're comparing it to looks gray. So, <laughs> you know, I don't so, really think that they're doing their best work here. <laughs> so, like, I, this reminds me of when the lime green one came out, like, two years ago. Yeah. It was the same thing. Like, it could you couldn't photograph that pen well. So you had to see it in person to see whether you like it. Like I like I'm not buying this pen. Just like I, I didn't buy the Wicked Witch um either. But I like this pen. Like this pen will do well. It's I think it's an okay color. And the gold trim, I would prefer the brighter yellow version, but I mm. think it's the more uh Dijon uh version of of the color is probably the real color. So and when we get to see it in person, you know, we'll we'll be able to decide. But I th- I think it's gonna do well. It's a good color. What do you think about the story and the naming? Um, I I would expect a more golden-looking pen for pirates because I guess it's meant to. What is it? Is it meant to evoke? I'm gold? guessing the gold doubloon. You yeah, the gold doubloon, and they're shipping it with a little, you know, little gold coin. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. With the logo, like mm-hmm. I think I saw that and like. I thought that was amazing. I like amazing. the logo. Super cool. Logo's cool. Yeah, mm. and it's got it's like a nib. It's the sailor nib with like mm. the crossed swords behind it. I think all of that part looks great, but I would have expected a more golden looking finish. Maybe that's what we've got and it's just not possible to see. Right. Um but what I will say is I do like uh even if the execution maybe isn't there for me i i do like that they're going to this kind of level right like we have an idea the idea is whimsical and we're adding something into the package to really drive it home mm-hmm. i like that and i hope that this is an approach that sailor of north america are able to continue because i think it helps kind of push them apart from either A, Sailor of Japan, or B, the 70 billion uh, special release pens made for all and sundry. Right. I like any product that 
tosses in some extras with it. I don't yeah. care if it's stickers, bookmarks, ribbons. It could be the cheapest five cent thing. Yep. But if you give me the little thing, I'm like, hey, cool. Look, I got this little thing. Mm-hmm. I just spent 300 and something dollars on this pen. But look at my doubloon. You want to feel like you get extra value, right? Yeah. So I, I, I'm with you. I like seeing this. I, I'm not sure they executed the idea. I think they had a really good idea that I think did fall short execution wise. But yeah. I, I mean, I don't know what I would change, but like it's a start. Like if we see more of this, that's what I don't know, because this certainly we're going to have to start talking about Sailor in terms of of the before times and the after times. Right. This is mm-hmm. clearly a before times decision. And now that they're under new ownership in 2021, what are we going to see for Sailor North America special editions? Are we going to get North America special editions? Things like we'll that. See. So, um, yeah, I see, think I the, just don't know if I would have gone with yellow for a pirate themed pen. I think that's the biggest conversation that people would have liked to seen. I would have liked to my my get my recommendation was to make it parrot colored. Interesting. Like if you're gonna go really fun pirate, right? This right. is real. This is fun pirate. This is not. Um, this is not horror pirate, right? This is mm-hmm. fun pirate. So let's do something parody. See, or, I would have gone with a Jolly Roger. So I would have made mm-hmm. like a white and black pen and somehow put a Jolly Roger on it somewhere. Yeah, the one thing we don't see, and I don't know that we'll ever see from Sailor, which we do see from Platinum is barrel markings like platinum will not hesitate to star wars up their pen yeah right they'll star wars the barrel sailor tends to not do that I, i'm having I a hard time thinking just in a finial that's kind of how i imagine exactly it. they do that exactly so. that's that's exactly right the uh pro gear with the pirate's life logo on the finial mm-hmm. it's like black and yeah white. so i i hope this is the start of a thing for them to do a little more fun, a little more mm. whimsical. Um, I think they did a good job on this. I, you know, I have questions about it. I think it's going to sell. I actually think this is going to sell pretty well. Um, and it, it should do pretty good. I, I kind of like the pen. I kind of like the overall. I definitely would want to see this in person. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think overall good, but I almost have more questions <laughs> now that I've seen something like this because as simple as it is, this is a pretty large outlier for Sailor in the US. They might do a lot of this stuff in Japan and do these add-ons and, and specifics and trying to tell specific stories, but we usually don't get that in the US. It's usually all integrated into the pen, like Gray Lighthouse or something like mm-hmm. that, or Wicked Witch. You know, it's all built into the pen. So we'll see if they're going to start telling stories outside of the pen product as well. And uh, I'm here for it if they do. All right, this episode is brought to you in part by the Canalea Pen Company. Canalea make stunningly beautiful pens inspired by images of Hawaii. Canalea's founders, Hugh and Carol, believe that these locations can help recharge our spirit and help us connect with nature, which is a mindset that I think feels more and more helpful today. And while the story behind these pens is wonderful, the execution is what sets them apart. Every single Canalea pen is handmade in a process that means that no two pens will ever look alike. And every nib is tuned before it ships to a customer. What you get is something truly unique for you, which is one of my very favorite things about Canalea pens. You effectively get a one-off every single time. When <laughs> not for the price of what a one-off of this quality <laughs> you would imagine would cost. And it really is just a wonderful thing. In all August, Canalea celebrated their fourth anniversary, which is incredible. Wow. And their Aolani pen uh, won Pen World's 2020 Reader's Choice Award for Best Artisan Pen. This is my personal favorite right now, the Canalea lineup, I think. I'm using it today. And so this is like the purple and blue one. The colors are fantastic. And it does something that I'd never really seen before in an artisan pen in creating this like sense of depth in the resin. Um, which really is wild. Like you look at this pen and it looks like it could go on forever. It, it's really very, very interesting. And it's kind of one of those things you have to see to believe or to really understand. In honor of both of these events, all Aolani orders that are received from now through to the end of September, September 30th, will be created and shipped within four weeks. This is uh, instead of the usual eight to 12 weeks. 
that it can take for a Canalea pen to be uh, shipped out for you. So they're doing these within four weeks, and this is the time to order what is a truly magnificent pen. And Canalea's latest creation, the Kona Cherry, is still being created and shipped within four weeks since its launch this past spring. Both of these pens have been very popular additions to the Canalea lineup and would be superb additions to your collection. Canalea pens feature Yoho number six nibs. You can buy steel at 18 karat gold nibs direct from Canalea, and they also offer rose gold too. From sizes from extra fine to 1.1 millimeter stub, and every pen ships in a beautifully packaged keepsake box. We were just talking about feeling like you want to get extras. Oh boy, do you feel like you get <laughs> extras when you order one of these pens? Like the boxes are so good that you would just use them for other things, right? Like it, it's not like just the packaging. These little wooden boxes, the uh, like belly band, I guess we could call it, that goes around the box has seeds in it that you can plant, like. Talk about packaging. They know how to do it. Canalea Pen is also run by wonderful and caring people. They have a story that they want to share with the world, and they do it with these truly inspired products that they make, which are of the highest quality that I've ever come across. I believe and continue to believe that they deserve all the success that they're seeing, and here at The Pen Addict, we want to congratulate Hugh and Carol for their fourth anniversary of the Canalea Pen Co. You can check out their range right now at canaleapenco.com. That's K-A-N-I-L-E. A-P-E-N-C-O CanaleaPenco.com Go there today to choose your Aloha Our thanks to Canalea Penco for their support of this show and Relay FM I have a statement to make Uh oh <clears throat> Brad Dowdy you have the floor Clear my throat I'm going, I'm going on record that I have an experiment coming up because I'm not sure that I've been correct about the canonical Canalea Penco barrel shape the canaleonical, as you <laughs> might want to say. I am all classic flush all the time, right? There's one, two, three, four, five different shapes of barrel designs that Canalea offers. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people get that because I'm a classic flush guy. You're a classic flush guy, right? I think most people who... I, I think it's clearly their best seller, when you see them in person, like it's most of the table is classic flush because it's the largest and it's the least unencumbered by additional design choices, mm-hmm. right? There's no step in the barrel. There's no clip. You know, it's just pure materials and design, which is what I want from Canaleo, right? That's what you're showing. Mm-hmm. The next one I get is going to be classic slim. And I'm kind of concerned that i've overlooked this one so much because i it might be better for me than the classic flush i don't know it's got a clip i'm gonna get it with classic slim with a clip i'm gonna try the next time i get a canalea pen because i'm looking at the shapes of these i went through these a bunch like a month or so ago and i'm stuck on the classic slim because i bet it's still a pretty large pen because classic flush is very large think it might be the better writing pen like right just because the size and the aesthetic and a clip is the same size it looks mm-hmm. like or about the same size but the body of the pen is thinner right mm-hmm. and okay. it tapers towards the end of the barrel and it has a clip with the Kenalea logo on it i so i guess this is more of a hold that thought than a statement mm. so the next Kenalea i get when i've been all flush all the time I'm changing. I'm changing. Next next one I get. So we'll see. So hold that thought on there. So I'm intrigued that's, to see what that's you my think statement. I am too, because I just think it's a mistake to overlook the other options they offer. Yep. Because of how much I love this one, I just ignored the rest. And I think this one might be a good choice. Because the it's gonna be like the good leave my house pen choice because the the classic flush is not necessarily made to that. It's more desk pen style, right? Mm-hmm. So, all right. There you go. Um, Blackwing XIX, Mike, I know this is, the wooden pencils are not your topic, but I'm just going to say up front, this is the latest Blackwing's volume edition, and this will be the first edition that I purchased since my subscription lapsed. That's how good I think this pencil is. So, number one, the story's great. It's... um you know, based around the women's suffrage movement in the U.S. and the 19th Amendment that got ratified 
1920 to allow basically allow women to vote. Now it's the story is is not as clean and simple as that. And Blackwing has, you know, definitely talked about this in the marketing and and, um, you know, notes on this pencil, which uh, as they should. But the pencil itself, it's got um, it's purple. It's great. It's kind of. I think it might be their first purple barrel. Mm. It's it's really sharp. Uh, white stamp, silver ferrule, purple eraser, and a white uh, stripe around the ferrule. And then it has um, the stars on the well, the the gold stars, and they're the thirty six states that had ratified the amendment at the time in nineteen twenty. Thirty six out of the forty eight states. What the other twelve states were doing, I don't know, but. Um, and I think it has it has the firm core to it. This is the firm graphite core. This is everything I want in a pencil. I am buying this pencil set. I didn't buy the Robbie Shankar. I didn't buy the ones previous to that. Since my subscription lapsed, I think it's been about a year. This is the first one I cannot wait to get. Um, I don't know if you... <laughs> I'm not expecting you to have a commentary on this because you're not the pencil guy. But this looks like an A-plus effort from Blackwing from my perspective mm. in story and style. They have begun to execute these very, very well. I mean, they've been doing it for years now. And in the beginning, there were some questions like how is... You know, okay, the pencil's great, but is the execution of the story... Um you know, important enough to, to really lean into. And I think in the, in this case, they've done a really nice job. Like they have additional, additional swag you can buy. There's a matching notebook. There is an enamel pen. Mm -hmm. There's a banner that says vote for women. It's just well done across the board. This is what I like to see in the stationary companies that I support that they've, they've put some thought into this and built it out. So I am in on this dozen pencils. I like the way it looks. I did just realize, I, I, I consider this a win for me personally, that I noticed that the logo had changed, the Blackwing logo has changed. That's a whole topic. I love do it. Do you want to have a topic on that? I don't know. Do I? You tell me. Do I? Because uh, I yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think it looks it. fantastic. I, I, do, I do not love it. I, do, I, I don't love it. Okay. Well, do you I don't like hate about it. it? I... I think it looks better than the old one. I don't know. I haven't formulated my thoughts. I, okay. It is, when I think of Blackwing, I don't think of the utmost of modern design. Okay. And that's what that logo represents to me. But, but wouldn't you say that their recent products have given them the I ability think they're to going, do that? Yes, I think they're going in that direction, right. which is why the logo design was changed. And I don't disagree with it. I just, I don't love it. Right. I don't dislike it at all. Like, it affects me none. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not going, oh, this is terrible. But the, I can't pinpoint why I don't love it. I just like it. It's fine. What I don't like is the new square boxes. I would rather have the flat pack boxes on right. pencils, but that's a neither here nor there like none of these none of these things matter i but i will say i don't love the new logo and i can't pinpoint it 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 doesn't hit right for me but i can't really explain why but mm -hmm. I, I don't dislike it either right so i guess the only other thing i would say is i'm not like it's just like an interesting thing to me i don't i don't have like a super strong opinion one way or the other but mm -hmm. It doesn't like appear from their product pages that they're like donating any proceeds to anything for this edition. I think they are because they usually do it for every edition. Oh, they do. But, oh, cool then. Yeah, because yeah. it just it would be weird to me to create something about so, like a very clearly political issue yeah, of yeah, which yeah. there are still issues and not make a donation. You know. Yeah, um, I couldn't I'll, see it I'll, on the product page, but yeah, I'll double check. Usually, they list it pretty clearly, um, but almost every release has some type of tie-in, which is another Sweet. great thing about the company as a whole. They definitely believe in that. That's great. Um, you mean, so hopefully, that that's the be, case for this one. I would just find that personally a little bit like weird to be Agreed. like we're gonna we're gonna make a very political statement. Uh, and then that's that. Right? Like, <laughs> it kind of feels like we'd feel like profiting on it um, rather than yes. honoring it and then yeah. using it as an ability to 
to do something. So uh, they that's cool. do not they do not have a history of profiting off a thing like this. Yeah, their history is that they will also put their money where their mouth is in their design design decisions. So it says a portion from the causes. sales of all Blackwing products benefit the Blackwing Foundation, which funds and develops art and music education at the K-12 level. So They usually do you know, separate things, though, individual. Right. Like, I think they did one for the Ravi Shankar one. I think they had a specific nice. donation, even nice. though that was music-related as well. So right. We can look into it and see. I don't need us to, to dive into it. Like, if they have a history of it, and I assume that they will do whatever it is they want to do, but they'll put some money to a good place. Right. That, that was it. But, like, I didn't really know about that. Uh, too much because I, I, I don't pay attention to Blackwing as much. Right. Uh, but that's good because it mean. do you know what I mean? Like it would be a little oh, weird, yeah. right? Because um, yeah. it's like we're making this political statement, please buy our product, thank you. Right. You know, I feel yeah. like I would want to see some action from that too which is great that they are. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they are pretty well known for their charitable endeavors. So nice. like I have faith that they're going to going to do the right thing that's why i don't look as much because i assume they're going to do the right thing because mm. that's what they've built since the beginning they have a history of it yep yeah cool yep. all right so i want to talk this is a little bit interesting um businessy stationary topic and this is the portion of the show where i fawn over daryl from masubi and his his cheeks probably just turned red for me embarrassing him like that but he sent out a newsletter that I just wanted to talk about newsletters in general, like um, retailer newsletters, and how a lot of retailers could learn from Daryl. I learn a lot from Daryl. Daryl's beliefs and my beliefs in how operations should be run with utmost transparency and honesty and talking to people as if you're talking to human beings, not... um, consumers or Mm. bank accounts Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i think what daryl has always executed in his business has been that and then to have this example of this newsletter that i'll be honest it goes on and on and on it's a very lengthy newsletter i read it although it's great it is but it's the fall 2020 update he lets you know right up front and he's like hey I'm not telling. I'm not here to sell you a specific thing today. I'm giving you the the State of the Union address for the fall. So buckle up. <laughs> he goes into the nuts and bolts of why he exists, what decisions they're having to make as a business right now. You know what changes affect them by not being able to go to pen shows, as he mentions in the newsletter. We should be in San Francisco right now, and I should be able to launch all these new products right now, and that's a big part of my year, and that's damaging to my business. So, what can I do about it, and how can I explain that to you, the customer, in a very human way? And I just thought what he did was really, really nice. I take a lot. Like, I don't know that I've ever like saved a newsletter for future reference like i i put a link in pinboard to this and tagged it so i can find this later to use as a reference Mm. for ideas of what a newsletter should be Hmm. because i'm gonna have to have a newsletter similar to this for knock coming up here in the next couple weeks so i'm thinking about this a lot because we've had some changes behind the scenes at knock and i'm gonna have a product launch soon for knock but i also have to tell the story of why we made the changes we do. So when I see things like this from a retailer, um, just taking you through the personal notes of the decisions that they make, it, mm. it means a lot to me as a business person that someone's willing to do this. And I just really appreciate it. Like he talks specifically about, hey, our products are freaking expensive, right? And here's why they're expensive. But that's also like maybe one of the things that's holding us back. So here's how we're going to address that, right? Like yeah. the, he knows, Daryl knows exactly what's up and being able to translate that into a communication with your customer is so valuable um, that you just want to support people like this. So I just wanted to fawn over this for a minute because this is this is the kind of thing that gets me going and it's a weird thing to say that <laughs> that a retailer's newsletter gets me hyped up and like we these are the things i find things, important Brad, you know yeah 
So you you read the whole thing. What I mean, I, I I know I rambled a lot there. Do you do you want to say anything about this? My favorite part. So like you know they were talking about about the ways that they want to change the business um, to make some of their products more affordable. Um, and I like this part specifically we're embarking on a concerted effort to excise FOMO or the fear of missing out from our operations the first concrete change you'll see in this regard is the removal of special edition nomenclature across our entire product line so the idea being that in general there is like an element of FOMO like you miss out you know and then oh so I've got to buy this thing so I will miss out but like at the same time there are a lot of people that are being rightly more considerate about their money so if they decide not to buy now they feel like they missed out from it and it isn't about changing the business so that they don't have limited runs like they even go on to reference like that some products mm-hmm. are limited like later on in the email but it's changing the naming so it's less in your face constantly so they're not called limited editions they're just called special editions special edition will go away i don't know if this will be the thing that does that i mean i think it might require additional tweaking because i said this a lot in the past like a name is just the name of a thing until the thing becomes that thing so like it might just end up being for masubi the phrase special edition causes the same fomo Mm-hmm. But it's the idea of being aware of this phenomenon and actively trying to take steps to change it that I think is is very admirable. Exactly. It's 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 the recognizing uh recognition of it and the concept of it and actively working to say, maybe I could do something a little bit different so I'm not necessarily pushing these factors yep. that might you know be a negative um you know, in perception or in, you know, just in anything else. I, mm-hmm. I just thought it was, yeah, it was excellent. That was definitely something that stood out from there. So like, this is a template of, of how to do it. And I just, I just, I, this is seems like a weird thing to share on the podcast, but I found it so good that mm-hmm. I could not put it in the show notes to discuss the, idea and the thoughts of this oh and by the way he's got a bunch of cool new products coming out so Mm y'all should go check those out too but like that even this whole thing isn't the products didn't drive me wanting to discuss this it's the business side of things and understanding your business and understanding your place in the world and understanding the you know the market and you know being honest and straightforward and transparent in in your business i just think it's it's great and it's it's a joy to see This one, next link, Mike. Well, it's not really a link, is it? Well, <laughs> good story here. This wasn't intended to be a follow-up from me praising Daryl's business decisions. As it turns out, what was going to just be a discussion about an ink bottle is now me praising another company's business decisions. So one of the hot items in the stationary world this past week was seeing the new Krishna ink ink bottles that they were going to be shipping their next batch of inks. in. so Krishna is an ink maker out of India, very popular. They've become very popular over the past few years. They have really cool colors, cool sheening and shading properties, things like that. So they've gotten popular. So this image was making its rounds on the internet. So I was like, Hey, let's put this, I, I put it in the show notes. I like, I want to talk about this bottle because it's cool. So I put the link in the show notes last night and then this morning before the show as I'm adding a couple of other things into the show doc, Mike's got a big red flag next to the link. It says broken link. I'm like, well, we've had this before where maybe the site was down when Mike clicked it and, you know, it was fine when I clicked it. So I clicked it and sure enough, it's not there. It's like, huh. So I I scoured the Krishna site. (laughs) I'm looking for this link. I was like, this is a cool ink bottle. I want to talk about it, Mike. And I couldn't find it. So I went into the pen Attic Slack. I was like, someone's got it linked there. I'll, I'll go find a link from the Slack room. So I go into the ink channel and there's an, a message from Aditya of Krishna inks. I was like, this is interesting. I can't see the image of the bottle and it doesn't seem to exist on the internet anymore. And now Adita is putting a message in the pen Attic Slack <laughs> and, um, I thought it was interesting. So let me just read this and then we'll kind of circle back. I would like to clarify the current situation. 
We had purchased the beautiful bottles from a vendor who claimed they were generic in his original design. We launched them in good faith, only to find out beyond doubt this morning that they were an imitation of Gecko design bottles. We are retracting the bottles for now in discussion with the designer to see if something can be done for the current customers. We will refund any pre-orders immediately if we are not permitted to sell these. Apologies to all of you. We would never even consider these bottles had we known there was someone else's design. Perfect. Amazing response. This is what you want to see. They were trying to do something cool. They had all their ducks in a row up until the point that they didn't, right? So at that point, what do you do? Um, You come straight out with the details, you know, and I have no reason not to not to trust like Adidas words in, in this, like we're just, they're pulling it back. They've, they've scrubbed the internet of this image. Cause I tried to find it. I'm sure we can find it again. Um, and I just think this is how you handle things. These are the companies you want to support when they make the decisions like this. Just like I was talking about with Masubi. I didn't think I was about to talk about Krishna's business decisions in this topic, but it turns out here we are just from last night to this morning, it completely changed. So I appreciate this, them doing this. Now, those of you who haven't seen the ink bottle, I don't know how to correctly describe this. It's basically looks like it's out of a chemistry set. It's very neat. It's taken a round ink bottle base and then attached the top of the Ackermann ink bottle off the side. (laughs) I don't know how to explain it other than that. It doesn't have a base. It has legs. So the, the bottle itself has legs, a little short, you know, like one, two centimeter legs and a large capacity ball shaped, um, inkwell that you tip over into the, the top area where you would fill, unscrew the cap and then fill your fountain pen from. So it's a, it was a very unique look, totally chemistry set, and now we don't we can't have nice things. Mm-hmm. So there you have it. I just thought it was interesting. Like I just I I was all jazzed to talk about this bottle, <laughs> and then we turn into, hey, we can't sell that bottle because the person we were buying it from didn't tell us the whole story. So I appreciate uh, Krishna just coming out with that statement, and they're gonna figure out what to do. And uh, there you go. We'll see if there is a another cool bottle after this. But uh, I appreciate the frustration. Them for appreciate, sure. Yeah, like to be Big thrown into a drama that you kind of didn't really have anything to cause. Right. It's frustrating. It's very frustrating. Yep. Yep. So there you go. So anyway, I, I just thought I, I appreciated how they handled that, and I always want to give them a good shout out for that. All right. This episode is also brought to you by Kenro Industries. And we are very excited to talk about their new pen, the JR Pocket Pen. The J was Estabrook's sleek and suave classic pocket pen that appealed to the practicality of the times in which it was created and was considered to be the ideal pen for everyone and can still be today. The revival of this pen from the 40s and 50s has all of the hallmarks of its predecessor with a few new bells and whistles. The body of the pen is made out of a turned acrylic barrel and the cap, of course, which you'll find in uh, Capri Blue, Carmine Red, and Tuxedo Charcoal. I thoroughly enjoy the names of those yes. uh, colors. The metal clip and accents also match the kind of the ring on the pen and the nib too in color. They have an ergonomic grip, threaded cap, and stainless steel nib in glossy rhodium or gold plating. And there are plenty of nib sizes with a cartridge and converter filler system both included um, in the box. And it also comes in a fabric gift box with a polishing cloth as well. The JR Pocket Pen launches worldwide on September 4th, and you can find it on our friends at Penchalet, P-E-N-C-H-A-L-E-T dot com. That's Penchalet dot com is one of the places you'll be able to pick up the JR Pocket Pen. Uh, Brad, I believe you have one of these, right? I have it in my hands right now. Okay, okay. <laughs> I had the uh, I had the secret delivery from Kenro. Um, I've had this for a few days. This is a perfect execution of a modern vintage style fountain pen. So building off the original J series that Estabrook made, it's not a large pen, right? So when the new Estabrook came out, when Kenro took over, you know, one of their first pens was to make the Estabrook Esty, which is a very large acrylic pen, really nothing like 
the historical Esterbrooks, right? It was a standalone pen. It was a new Esterbrook and a new design. While this pen is not like a mimic of the J, you can see a lot of the J in this pen. Number one, the size. It is a smaller pen, smaller than the Estes. If the Estes are too big for you or the Camdens are too big for you, this is going to be your pen. It's got a a very sleek barrel when it's uncapped the grip section has a concave um you know grip section it fits your hand well it's very light it's very sleek when it's uncapped it feels a lot like the j does in um in feel just it kind of really imitates that feel and style and build and size of that classic pen the I have the uh Capri blue mic which is like a blue swirled acrylic with gold trim if you went to a fountain pen show and you saw like a full tray of probably these three colors, this one, the red one, and the black one, you would think someone had found like a, a, a new old stock like set of vintage pens. They really do have that vintage look. The cap has a little bit taper that looks like the J. The clip is probably the most telling um, homage to the J. It's got the same stripes on the clip that the J had in the past, you know, that's the closest thing this current mm. J has to the old one. So like, I noticed that immediately is like, Oh, the clip design is perfect. Like it's the perfect match. So I think this pen is going to do very, very well for what, uh, Kenro has tried to do with this, you know, reimagining of the J. So it's the JR because it's the J reimagined, right? It's the modern version of what, if Estabrook was building the J today, what would it look like? And I think they kind of nailed the idea of what they're going to do here. And I think they executed it very well. I'm really, really enjoying this pen because I like this size of pen a lot. Um, size and weight perspective. Um, it reminds me a lot of the Pelican 2 Series and 4 Series pens. Like, that's the s size and scale we're talking about here. You know, that size of Pelican. It's around that size, that weight. And, uh, and you know, that's one of my favorite pens already. So this is, uh, this is right in line with that. I think it's fantastic, and uh, I think it's going to do really well. I can't wait until I can finally share pictures of these at 12.01 Eastern on Friday because no one gets to see this pin except me until then. So y'all go, oh. go check them out. Y'all go check them out. You send me a picture. I want to see. Uh, okay. And if you want to see those images as well, don't forget to follow the Estabrook Pens account on Instagram. It's Estabrook underscore official. It's obviously going to be a great place to see the image of this wonderful new pen. And I want to thank Camera Industries for helping us, uh, for supporting the show and for allowing us to help them launch their new JR Pocket Pen, which you can find over at Pen Chalet. Our thanks to Kenro for their support of this show and Relay FM. All right, a little more pen talk today. Mike, do we have time for me to hit a few more uh, pretty quick topics and then uh, we'll, we'll call it a day? But I, we have some things to talk about. Yep. Retro 51 Escape, are you in or out? Well, well I don't think I can get in, can I? <laughs> I don't know. That's it's a question. Uh, pen Chalet, it's all sold out, it seems. So what did I write in the show doc for this? Will this sell out before the show? And what's the answer? Yeah. <laughs> Which is a shame, really, because I saw this link and I sent it to Stephen uh -huh. because I knew he Our would love it. Resident space guru. Yeah, and, and, it, and it was sold out and he was bummed out about it. Yeah. So this is, uh, and man, it's, it's orange, it's NASA, it's space shuttle-y. It's, uh, what is this supposed to be, the escape pod type of design? Like, what are we, what it's, I don't know what the oh, story is Oh, I don't know, here. man. I thought it was but, like, yeah. I don't know. It's like, Mars they sell out. Yeah, they sell out so fast you can't even read the story. Yeah. <laughs> so congrats to all of you who now have the escape. And, you know, maybe Retro could should consider staying in business, seeing that they execute these pens so well. And, yeah. you know, they sell out so fast. Like, it's September, Mike. I think that's when that like the original letter is like, yeah, we're going to be winding down around September. It's September now, so I guess we're going to have to see what happens. But, I mean, they keep kind of doing what they do really, really well. And I just don't want it to stop. It was, that's all. 
the fact that they I wished honestly I wished that they'd like just churned out really crap products the last six <laughs> months right just like yeah. real like just bad pens so you know it can like taper us off a bit but they're going <laughs> out with like a real bang it's just like hit after hit yeah, the 30th anniversary edition. Did you get that one, the pearlescent one? I didn't. I saw that there was one for like <laughs> a six-figure number on eBay, yeah. which is so ridiculous. Yeah, it was a joke. It was sent to me. Um, someone put up the 30th anniversary tornado, the rollerball model, for $100,000 on eBay just kind of as a joke because um, uh, okay. it had some it had some joke in the comment and the underlying thing. Right. Um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of hilarious. But yeah, um, another job well done that is gone before we even get to talk about it. Just like mm-hmm. the submarine one from a week or two ago. It's just like, boof, they're just, mm-hmm. they're gone. They, mm, they have a thing and I don't want it to go away. All right. Something that is not going away, Mike, I want to give a special shout out to my friend, Joshua Daniel Danley at the Pelicans perch. One of the best stationary blogs, one of the best blogs period on the internet. Joshua, does so much research and has so much knowledge about Pelican that I hope he writes a book one day. I hope that's in his in his head. Um, I think he could execute a Pelican book um, unlike anyone else that I know. And it's his sixth anniversary of the Pelican's Perch. Uh, this week, he's running a contest where you can win one of the new Pelican M205 Moonstone fountain pens, which we spoke about last week, which I think I'm going to have to purchase it looks really really great so if you're not following subscribing and reading joshua's blog on the regular you you need to change that it's genuinely even if you're not a pelican fan if you're a stationary fan you can learn so much just about he talks about the operations of pelican and the history of the brand and the stories that the factories had to tell it's not just like new product release after new product release which he covers as well but it's interspersed with these historical pieces these research pieces and he does it better than anyone else so congratulations joshua and i implore everyone to go read the pelican's perch um every time a new post appears you put in something to the yeah. show notes. Yeah. I, I I guess I'm prepared for seeing that I wrote the article, but you know, I just wasn't necessarily prepared to talk about it on this, but we we probably should because it's a regular occurrence on this show that I talk about the Y Studio brassing fountain pen. Yep. And you finally reviewed it. <laughs> you you mentioned this um in the refill newsletter newsletter that you write, refill. Yep. And you mentioned like, oh, I've never actually reviewed the Y Studio brassing pen, which seems like it's actually not possible. Right. Uh, but yeah, like you've written the review finally. <laughs> it's one of those things, and I explained it in the review that is like, oh, I have this pen, I love it, I should review it. And then I don't review it immediately, but I just keep using it. And then I keep using it and using it. And then you get to this point where there's this transition to where I've used this product so much, I've reviewed it. Like I've certainly reviewed this pen in the past. And then someone will ask me about it to link it because I talk about it so much. Oh, can you link me the review? Then I'll go search. And I was like, wait, I haven't <laughs> I actually it's haven't like this reviewed just feels this like pen. a foregone conclusion. Like, so I'll spoil for refill, which is a great newsletter that people should subscribe to. Where should they go to subscribe to it, Brad? Penatic.com slash members. You also mentioned you've never reviewed uh, the King of Pen. Yes, so I ink that up, and nice. I don't think I'll do that for Monday, but I might do it for the following Monday. Mm-hmm. Like, it is staying inked until I reviewed it, and in use until I review it. So that is going to come very, very soon. And it'll be the my first King of Pen, which is the Sky, which is... Yeah, it's my favorite. It's my favorite. I have four King of Pens. It's still my favorite. So I'm going to review that one coming up soon, because again, I talk about it so much, I need to have a place to send people for my collected thoughts because the king of pen is a complex thought process pen for me right it's not easy or straightforward to discuss the king of pen yeah um the y studio brassing portable fountain pen is a little bit more straightforward but under the lens of it being a very unique pen right it's a very different style of pen very unique pen um and it's just something i completely enjoy and would not want to be without this pen ever. Like it's just that good for me, but it's absolutely not for everybody. So 
I was glad I was finally able to do it. I had to go count, like what you put yeah. in the show doc. I had to go count how many Y Studio product reviews I had done, and I'd done six other Y Studio <laughs> products, but never my single favorite which one. Is hilarious. Which is hilarious. It it kind of is. And I, I actually went back to find the receipt of when I bought this. I was like, how long have I had this pen and raved about it and not reviewed it? And I bought it in November 2016. So we're going on four years here pretty soon. And I never reviewed a pen that I just talk about. And I, this pen has made an appearance in like all the other Y Studio reviews, right? Because it's that cool of a pen, but it's never been reviewed. So I just found that whole thing funny. So finally, we have a link to the portable fountain pen brassing portable fountain pen from Y Studio. One of my personal favorite pens that you'll never find on any top five list unless it says Brad's favorite pens. <laughs> and then you also put something in the in the document here called the wing back. Yeah. I want to talk this? about this. This is hot off the presses for me. So I've um gotten some wing back pens before. They did a Kickstarter last year. They do a portable EDC type of pen. And it's a shorter configuration pen with a twist knurl, knurling on the top twist knob and a knurled grip. And they did a brass one last year. They did a whole set of brass pens that I really, really love. They sent them, sent one to me. I enjoyed it. I think I reviewed, yeah, I reviewed it on the blog. So you can go back if you're curious about this. But what they've done this time is they've done, um, what do they call on this plating on this? It's not, I want to, like, I immediately go to PVD, but that's not right. It's tungsten carbide over stainless steel. So what this is, is this black coating over a stainless steel barrel pen that makes it pretty much indestructible from a scratching, dinging, and denting uh, perspective. So I like the size of this pen. It, it's on Kickstarter right now. Um, it's only got a few hours left. Like by the time you listen to this, it might be over. So, but just check out what Wingback does. They're a UK company, Mike. They're in mm -hmm. London. Mm -hmm. um, they make really cool stuff. I'm highly tempted by this flask that they're selling as part of this. So they have a a, a key cache, which is like a little keychain holder that you can put like little notes in. Um, like if you lose your keys, you can have your note in it. Uh, and they have a flask and they have the pen all with this tungsten carbide coating. I, I have the pen in my hand right now. And the reason why we're just talking about this show is because I was just able to pick it up on Monday. So <laughs> in the, in the, it's kind of funny, really, that like the image of the flask, they're just pouring like whiskey into it. That's not why yeah. I would have expected, but all right. It's all, it's not a big flask. It's only a hundred milliliters. So, right. So it's more of like a fancy hip flask than it's it is not, a coffee flask. It's not like a coffee flask at all. Right. It's, like I would put coffee in it. Oh, they actually call it reason. a hip flask and it actually yes. has a bottle opener on the bottom, which is kind of hilarious. Yes. This is definitely a booze, booze mm. flask, not a caffeine flask, but it doesn't, it could be it doesn't look like a booze flask though. No, which could end you, up with people finding themselves in some funny situations, I guess. Yes, but if you like really pay attention to the sizing of it and the pictures, you can tell it's not very large. Yeah. So it, it but it's beautiful. Like it's mm -hmm. stunning. Like that's the thing I want to back. Like if I didn't have the pen, um, which I I do, yay me. Um, that flask is kind of calling my name. I'm gonna. It, it's very expensive, so let me just get that out there. All of these products with the coating on there, the the wing back. I think the brass one last year was around ninety or a hundred pounds. I want to say when it launched, and this one with the coating is more like one forty pounds. So these right. are expensive pens, but like this is this is your long term purchase EDC type pen if you're into this type of thing. I can vouch for the quality and the style it's and the feel. Very of it. EDC. It's very good. Uh, very it's very EDC. EDC. Yeah. It's a, it's a me type of pen, not necessarily like a you type of pen. Like it's a me pen. No, what, no, what, not what all. refill goes in the pen? So Parker style, they ship right. it with the Fisher Space Pen, of course, because that's what you do for <laughs> an EDC, EDC pen. right? Yeah. But it's your Parker style. So I'll have to see if the Jetstream can fit. They do a, a interesting thing with um, a lot of these Parker style refills. If you'll notice, a lot, a lot of people don't. Um, they have kind of like a, this little cap thing on the back, this little rubber cap. And some of the pins, like this just fits the Fisher Space pin without that cap space on it. So it's not going to fit necessarily any of your other Parker style refills. It may only fit the Fisher Space pins without the plastic Parker refill extension, which people who understand that statement will know exactly what I mean. Mm. 
So it might only fit these Fisher Space Pwn refills when I uh, look at the hardware that they use. Like it's a custom built uh, twist mechanism for this. That'd be a shame. Mm-hmm. But it's cool. Like I am down with this pin. I love the style, love the feel. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll shoot it up on the Instagram later. Brad's Instagram, by the way, is Instagram.com slash penaddict. That's where you can go for that. Best, one. best username ever. It is. It's better than your Twitter username, which is Dowdyism, D O W D Y I S M. You should try harder to get pen addict. I've offered the guy I money. Know. I know. He you will not have. take my money. I've left him alone for like two years now. I'm not going to bother him. I'm just, you know, we're just going to hope one day that it falls into my hands and I doubt it will. Trying to do that stuff is not wild. Like the relay at relay FM is a suspended mm-hmm. account, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have a trademark on the name, which apparently mm-hmm. is what you are, what you need to claim a name that is suspended. Right. Mm-hmm. But Twitter just won't, they yeah. won't do it. Go won't give it to us. We've tried yeah. a bunch of times. So it's not super worth it. I have uh pin underscore addict, which is the feed feed on Twitter, yeah. you know, the RSS feed feed. So Dowdyism's fine. It it'll it will live on and if I ever somehow get at pen addict, I'll swap it over, but I'm not too concerned about it. You go to penaddict.com, knock.co, spokedesign.com. That's where you can find all of Brad's great writing and products. You mentioned something coming from Notco. Is there a place people should be keeping their eye on? Should they subscribe to the yeah. newsletter? Like, what do you uh, subscribe to, do? to the newsletter and hit the Instagram. So at uh, Notco, N-O-C-K-C-O. And then on at Notco.com, we have a uh, newsletter link. Just click sign up for that. And uh, hopefully I have news here in the next one to two weeks max. Like it's got to get done. All right, you can find links and information about this episode by going to relay.fm slash penaddict slash 426. Uh, if you want to find me online, I'm imike, I-M-Y-K-E. And don't forget, go to stjude.org slash relay where you can donate to St. Jude, St. Jude's Children's Cancer Research Hospital uh, for the month of September, which is Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. And we'll be back next time. Thanks to Canalea and Kenro for the support of this week's episode. Until next time, say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad.